This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 261, Three Impossible, part three, speaking questions and how to handle them. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. On today's show, hear three of the hardest and most annoying speaking part three questions, and we will also show you what to do if you get a question like these. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, Jessica, how's it going today? Hey, Lindsay, you good. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty good. Got some mm-hmm. coffee in me, ready to go. How are you? What's going on in Boston, Mass? Boston. <laughs> Did I say that right? <laughs> well, yeah, that's more of a New York accent, but yeah, oh, that works. <laughs> coffee, <Okay>. coffee, <laughs> Brooklyn or something. Um, here in Boston, you know, pack the cat and have it. Yeah, that's Boston. <laughs> that was, hey, that was good. That was pretty you, good. You, you should explore some, some stage work. Have you ever I taken should. any like acting classes or improv classes? No, but a lot of people take that here. It's a big thing. Like people do that for confidence building and stuff. Maybe I will. Who knows? Someday. Well, and Boston mm-hmm. also is um like important in the stand up comedy world. Like a lot of stand ups right. come from Boston. Right. Oh, so yeah. maybe um, that could be why it's a thing too. Oh, that's know. interesting. I never knew that about the Boston culture, but I've known that about specific people like Adam Sandler is from New Hampshire, I know. Well oh, Boston area ish. Oh, yeah. Okay. I yeah. know that like Mark Marin and Louis C.K. talk about their stand-up years in Boston a lot. They both kind of really? got their start there. Huh. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's because Bostonians are, are a bit stuck up and stiff. So if they can get Bostonians to laugh, then right? you know, you can get anyone to laugh. That's like boot camp for stand-ups, right? <laughs> They're like, if I can make it here, I can make it anywhere. Yeah. That'd be funny. <laughs> probably true because <laughs> they're so intellectual and academic they're like that's not funny right according to my sophisticated brain oh my god that would drive me crazy i would be uh because i am so silly and that like i seriously cannot have a conversation with someone that i will enjoy if there is no silliness in that person yeah i can't I communicate I because like every other sentence i say could be a joke if i'm in yep. that you know what i mean yeah yep. and just like yeah Oh, God. Mm-hmm. That's the most no. boring waste of time ever, being not silly. Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, luckily, I think you can find your circles of silly people or yeah. individual silly people, for sure. I mean, I know a lot of them. But <laughs> I, I think like this academic environment of, you know, the money, the wealth and the traditions yeah. and the schools, it just it weighs yeah. heavily on the city. Like, I just feel it. Totally. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, anyway, got to get out of Boston. I'm glad you're taking a road trip this summer. I know. Thank goodness. Meet some real people. 
Meeting real people. That was a harsh comment. <laughs> I know that was a little bit harsh. I'm really ripping on Boston these days. No offense to anyone if you guys are living in Boston currently. I, know, right? I, don't, I hate it that much. You have to apologize now. Okay. All right. So something we definitely do not hate is IELTS. Da, da, da. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we are going to talk about some questions that have come up in the past in speaking part three that just boggle students' minds every time. Like these are questions that mm. are just weird for a lot of hmm. students. They're weird for me. Like I feel bad having to ask these questions because I'm like, there's, there's like no quick answer to this. This is odd. I've never yeah. thought about this before. So we're going to tackle yeah. these. Yeah. And one thing that I've found helpful um, in our episodes where we talked about speaking part two, speaking part three is we've gone through like t tiny little templates or little frameworks. And obviously we go into more depth in the course on these. But uh -huh. Jessica, let's run through how do we answer these sparking, speaking, sparking, <laughs> <laughs> sparking Pete three. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> speaking part three questions. What do we do? Yeah. So there's a YouTube video about this, guys, that goes into a little bit more detail. And then, of course, in our course, of course, in our course, there's a lot more details about this. But the general strategy, guys, in speaking part three is give your opinion right away, support with specific reasons and examples and details, and then give a one-sentence summary. So if you guys go to our YouTube channel, IELTS Energy TV, um, there's a video about this strategy, and I tell you why it's important. And then in our course, there is even more detail on how to make this strategy work for you and how to practice it. So opinion specifics summary, that's the basic strategy. I like that. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Okay, cool. Should right. we go into it? Yeah. So yeah, I'll go first. All right. I'll, I'll be on the spot first. So if you want to okay. ask me that first one. Okay. Okay. Here we go. So Jessica, mm, how do international competitions help nation relations? Ugh. Oh, well, I've honestly like never thought about this before. Um, so I guess in international competitions, we're talking about stuff like the Olympics. In my opinion, mm. um, in my opinion, they honestly don't. I get that some people would agree with me, but I really don't think that stuff like the Olympics or the World Cup, I don't think that helps as far as politics goes and how governments interact with each other. Um, perhaps for one day, they will be more friendly with each other, but that's not going to impact their like trade agreements, for example. Or if there's, you know, some wars between countries, simply participating in a competition is not going to stop that those battles. So no, to be honest, I don't think stuff like the Olympics has any impact whatsoever on nation relations. Okay. That's interesting yeah. how you, so it's really interesting because the question was how do, and then if you just completely disagree that it does, it's okay to say no. Yeah. Oh, totally. Your mm -hmm. opinion is never wrong on IELTS, mm. guys. Never wrong. If this is your frank and honest opinion, um, you, and it's strong, you think that for a reason and you're able to support that. And that's all, right? That's all we need. We need to hear you speaking. <laughs> so just don't be afraid to express your honest opinions. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Cool. 
Guys, there are a lot of success stories that we're proud of, but one of the ones that we're the most proud of is Natalia from Russia. Before she took three keys IELTS on December 5th, she could not get above an overall score of a six. And after just using the 30-day plan, she was able to score a band score of seven. Congratulations to Natalia as she pursues her postgraduate diploma in business. And guys, if you want to do the same, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Okay. Um, okay. So this is another weird one. And again, like I understand it, but ugh, students always have a, have trouble answering this. Okay. Yeah. Um, Lindsay, how will environmental worries affect travel in the future? Okay. Well, I would say that it will affect it in the sense that we might become more and more paranoid about travel. You know, I'm going to define environmental worries as something, for example, like a contagion, kind of a a, a virus, for example. I'm not uh-huh. sure if that's exactly what we would call an environmental worry, but I'll define it broadly. I remember when the bird flu was happening in Asia in 2006, and I was about to go to Japan. Um, there was a lot of kind of fear regarding this particular yeah. virus going on, and Although I do think that in the future, technology will help us to communicate better about these certain types of viruses that are spreading. Uh, I think people might become, in some ways, more scared about traveling and going abroad. So I believe that people may tend to stay home more and they'll get more and more scared of catching certain diseases. That's interesting. I wouldn't have interpreted it like yeah. that, but that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Totally. I mean, that was, um, yeah, that was the only thing that came to mind. So I sort of tried to yeah. tie it together and say, this is how I'm going to define it. And I said it with a kind of a firm voice. Do you think that would work on the test if that's the totally. only thing? Yeah. Because if you, if this is the only thing you can think of at the time, um, that like be, be strong about it, Mm -hmm. right? Like commit, Mm -hmm. commit to your opinion, commit commit to the direction. Um, because that confidence is part of fluency, honestly. Mm -hmm. And that confidence is part of pronunciation as well. So Mm -hmm. yeah, totally. That was good. Um, I mean, I, I think what IELTS is going for here, right? Is this worry about pollution? Smog and yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially like the amount, like the carbon footprint of airplanes. Right. So yeah, like, yeah. is that gonna, are people going to travel less because yeah. the environment is so poor or, yeah. but it is a weird question. And I've, and I've honestly like never heard, um, a quick answer to this that was like right on point. Right. You know, yeah. it's really difficult. Mm, it's interesting. Um, I think that the reason that I chose to go with the contagion, the idea of viruses is that I thought of the specific example, right? So I felt like having that example would make the answer stronger rather than going back to air pollution and just kind of having a vague answer. You know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And that's, and that's another really good point, you guys. If you could, if you came up with a, with a really good specific example, um, that's good for your vocab. It's good for your fluency and coherence score. So yeah, go in that direction and just yeah. be honest and be like, I know this isn't exactly what the question is asking, but the first thing that came to mind is blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Should we try one more? Yeah. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> ready. Okay. So here we go. <laughs> that, was, that was like an evil laugh. Evil laugh. Funny. I know. It was a little bit evil because this question is, ah, okay. All right. You can do it. I know it. Okay. So here we go, Jessica. So question is, will novels disappear in the future? Oh, God, no. I don't, this, you know, this question, it, honestly, it angers me a little bit because I really don't like this perception that, that people are like almost illiterate these days. Like that's how it feels. Um, especially people of my generation and, and older, we kind of, 
like thumb our noses at the younger generation like oh none of these people read anymore everything's in twitter sentences like i i don't think so i mean if i walk around my neighborhood i see plenty of people in their 20s plenty of teenagers carrying real books right sitting in coffee shops in parks reading novels i mean i myself have a kindle and even though it's an electronic device, all I read are novels on there. It doesn't have to be paper. It could just, it could come in a different format in a, in a more uh, new tech format. However, definitely no. Novels are an integral part of almost every culture around the world. These traditional stories, these long myths and legends, and definitely not. I don't think novels will ever disappear. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. Nice vocabulary. I liked your use of integral part. Very cool. Ooh, That's, seven plus vocabulary. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, guys. So again, when you're listening to our example answers like this, these are times to take notes on our vocabulary and, uh, and also especially how we link our ideas mm-hmm. and our transition phrases, mm-hmm. right? Because this is, this is how native speakers talk. I mean, notice not one time did I say, in addition, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like what we're giving you guys, this is like band score nine stuff here. Mm -hmm. And I love how you opened with a very definitive answer, right? I think you said something like definitely not or never. I don't remember exactly (laughs) the words you used, but you were very certain. And again, that that gave a a sense of rhythm in your voice and variation in your tone that I think would have increased Mm -hmm. your pronunciation score. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Letting these different emotions come through is vital to increasing your pronunciation score. So yeah, totally. I mean, because that question does make me a little bit angry. Like, like Mm -hmm. I'm offended that this is even a possibility in anybody's mind. And, you know, Mm -hmm. and that came through, obviously. So yeah, if you're, if you can find like a passionate way to go about answering, definitely do it. Yeah, no, I think it it helps when a a certain question strikes a chord. Like, I think this probably strikes a chord with you more than with me, because I think you're a a bigger (laughs) reader than I am. You know what I mean? You're just really into literature and reading and books. I mean, I like to read, but it's not quite the same. So yeah, I mean, it's great if we get a question. So if we do get a question that really resonates with us, with our soul, we need to really, really go all out. And show our passion. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, th- I mean, that could be the answer that gets you that seven or higher. I mean, if oh, yeah. you really impress the examiner just once or twice during the exam, they're like, oh my God, like, wow. If mm-hmm. you just put that in the examiner's head, they'll, they're way more likely, again, even just once or twice, guys, mm-hmm. um, they're way mm-hmm. more likely to, to shoot for that seven and to try and find reasons to give you a seven because they're <laughs> impressed. They want you to get a seven. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Very cool. Well, this has been, this has been helpful. I like that. And, you know, we're bound to get a question like this at some point. Um, so we need to be ready. We need to be ready. Totally. Totally. Yeah. So guys, please, please take notes on um, our structures today and use them in your own practice. Excellent. Well, we'll wrap it up for today, Jessica. And guys, again, if you're ready to get into our course, we walk you in a more step-by-step format how exactly to answer these questions. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S because there's a lot that we're not giving you here that you do need to get that seven or higher. 
Exactly. Like, how do you come up with details? How do you mm-hmm. phrase your opinion in interesting ways? Yeah. You know, there's there's a lot more involved in getting a seven than just, you know, listening to us for 10 minutes today. This yeah. will help. We are helping you right now, but we could help you more. <laughs> exactly. I mean, if it were just listening for 10 minutes, everyone would be getting their sevens, but not everyone right. is getting their seven. So Obviously. clearly you need to do a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Okay, All Jessica, right. see you next time. All right, cool. Bye. Sounds good. Bye, Lindsay. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.